Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to Felice Navi Pod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is Todd Blah, Cooper. I tried to say it fast so you wouldn't cut me off. But I got it right in my name. I, barely. Because I'm not selfish. I don't we care We might have to check the tape said. on that one. See who, who finished it. We're recording all of this on tape. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't care if my name is said. It's not, I'm not in it for the glory or the fame. For a second, I thought you said, I don't care for my name. I don't care for my name. I actually don't. Todd is just... You're, yeah. Todd. And I look like a Todd. Just... You do white guy, like. just boring white guy from the Midwest <laughs> is what I look like. It's like, yeah, that guy's name is Todd, no doubt. If yeah. I walk in a room, like one of these guys here is named Todd, everyone would be like, that guy. Yeah. And it's him. You're not wrong. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I look like. <laughs> do you think that, that, did your parents know ahead of time they were going to name you that? Or do you think you were born and they were like, that's Todd? They, they, they waited till I was 14 where they named me. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. They just didn't talk to me for a long time. It was nice. Uh, they didn't even like talk a, to you. No, no, they just ignored me for that You didn't have a name, so they're not uh, going to speak to you. Like, yeah, they would even refer to me as he who has no name or anything cool. That's just, a, it's a weird move. It's it's weird. It's all I know. That sounds like typical Dan and Bertha. Bethany and Close. <laughs> Bertha. Is anyone named Bertha? Yeah, I think so. I mean, these days. Oh, you know. You think all the Bertha, Berthas are extinct? It's around the corner. That name's going to be cool again. You know what else is around the corner? Don't you dare. <laughs> Fuck every time did. every time dumb motherfucker every, i didn't finish you don't know where i was oh going. sorry sorry your neighbor's house oh that's good yeah. that's a real corner. <laughs> um yeah so oh that reminds me <laughs> hey steve hernandez hey, come on in great to be here what a place yeah isn't you it? guys gotta get a doorbell <laughs> no I, we, we won't have it <laughs> Yeah, the knock, it just feels so old school. Uh, yeah. I was going to get a doorbell. I said, fuck it. Let's go with a knocker. Yeah. That's what we went with. Where do you buy your doorbells usually? Oh, my, my DBs? Yeah. Where do I buy them? <laughs> on, the, I, on the Amazon, I suppose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At some point, doorbells were a new thing, right? And people were like, oh, I got to have one. <laughs> They're actually quite a bit of work to do, like the electrical <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah, right? I would for what? So. Like, for what? So Serious people don't business. have to knock. Yeah. Yeah, so people can come in with their knuckles all intact. Yeah, sure. It was, so for a bit, it was pure luxury. <laughs> like only the most affluent had a doorbell. Somebody would come to the door and be like, I'm going to knock and go, I can push this button. <laughs> I'm so our our place does not have a doorbell either. And I'm so glad because our, our Ernie, our dog, has never been around doorbells oh so he doesn't so know he doesn't because you know a lot, i've had a dog in the past or mm-hmm. an old dog rigby but uh, if she heard a doorbell on tv lose her mind every time like didn't understand that it was just the tv right so, that's my fascinating doorbell <laughs> anecdote <laughs> we have um tony so you're married right correct uh so you're it's just you your lover and the dog yes okay um my girlfriend moved in in september and my, i had a russian muslim dj guy living with me and he was supposed to move out in september and then my girlfriend was going to move in but then he was he was like oh my brother's coming from russia so can we stay here like an extra few months and so not even him just staying now another guy yeah his, he asked me at first he's like can my brother sleep on the couch for a couple months and i was like no months. way i was like no way bro he's not my brother <laughs> <laughs> i was like get an air mattress or something like that but uh his brother came in september when my girlfriend moved in and so they're finally moving out uh, at the end of this, at the middle of this week. So, March, wow, yeah. since September, five or six months. Yeah, Holy wow. shit, that's it's not bad because our rent was like cut in half. Yeah. So you know, we just go into our room and stuff. But just saving we, money like crazy. We can't. Yeah, I mean, we can't wait now. Oh, I uh, bet it's gonna be like even today. I had to get up and I had a thing planned, and I got up, my alarm went off, and then I heard the shower go on. It's a two, it's one and a half bath we have in our bathroom, oh. but hearing that shower go on right when I need to take the fucking shower, I was like, how old? Like how old am I? Like why am <laughs> I Worst. doing this still oh, yeah but they're gone on wednesday we're gonna start uh, nesting she's already got two nice chairs picked up from a highland park uh vintage shop oh i know yeah I, that one sunbeam so you know how much these chairs are gonna cost they're not cheap. <laughs> no it's gonna be an arm and a leg i ordered a big tv really it gets here on february 28th same place i was at yes nice it's a fine like two bed but since my girlfriend's been there she's already like started making it nice and beautiful putting up hooks did you know about these things you just what, women i guess put up hooks places where you can hang things brooms <laughs> now these like, are the thing you use those with fishing right no those they're things? hooks you hang a broom somewhere they're hooks inside like where your plates and stuff are to hang baggies just making things beautiful and, this and compact this doesn't sound right to me you your wife your wife her and i would be saying eye to eye about this hooks thing i'll tell you that much i'm the one in our family 
who does that. You do the hooks? I furnished this this house. Oh, you decorated this place? I did it. It's beautiful. Thank it's you. it's got a nice nice eye. It it is a tad you know, masculine though. I would it is, say right? that. Yeah, yeah. It's dark not, colors. Yeah. The yeah. weight bench in the living room is a weird choice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else I'm gonna get shredded when I'm watching TV. When I was beautiful. walking up right here, your neighbor has a weight bench in the front yard. Yeah, and I was like looking at the thing, I was like, that couldn't be Todd's house. <laughs> I like it. His wife wouldn't let him get away with the, yeah. with the fucking weight bench in the front yard. We just put it in the front. <laughs> Pecs glistening. I like. love a front yard weight bench. That's front yard weight bench How have like, I never noticed that? That's uh, so funny. I, I feel like I've never seen them touch that, by the way. Of course. It's just to let the neighbors know, like, I work out when I want. <laughs> Do you think it's a space issue? I, I don't know. I, it, def, it definitely seems there's three boys that live there, uh, like their sons that live there. Are they all buff? Uh, three buff not, boys. Not one of them. <laughs> but I have a feeling one of them went through a phase where he was like, I'm going to work out. And then oh, I remember like, having that phase. Yeah, 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 everyone. I mean, I had a weight bench in my backyard, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. there's, a, there's a time when you're Backyard's the right place for it. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, how many uh, thieves have been deferred, right? Like, I don't want to mess with these buff inhabitants. <laughs> They'll knock me out. There's not even a bar on the thing, by the way. It's just the bench. <laughs> so much. Yeah, it's, just, it's literally just a bench. Yeah, it's the workout bench. It's, oh, the, the idea of it being cheaper than just getting one of those cameras anymore. Yeah, it's a security <laughs> system. Yeah. Oh, I got a whole weight bench out front instead. Four hundred dollars. I was uh, I was driving up here and I, I tried to put an upbeat song on the Spotify, um, but then it connect something came up and it was. Uh, Analytics came up and I was like, I gotta do it. So I've just been listening to Why uh, on, on repeat from my place in East Hollywood to here. Damn, that song gets me fucking going, man. I got sad with this like at this time of night too, like yeah. when the sun's oh, yeah. going down. Yeah, it's as sad as it gets, especially on a beautiful day ending. You know, I like, may be kind, I'm, I may be viciously unkind, but I can still know what you're thinking. Ooh, God. Ooh. When my girlfriend and I broke up, I listened to that thing on and on. It was, yeah, yeah. We broke up for a while, and then, like, I just pound that. And it was, like, my number three on your Spotify, like, best year top, <laughs> top of, the, like, 2016. Yeah. It was, like, my number three, oh, Lennox. Man. Dude, I was so pumped to find out what my top was in, in Spotify this year. I was yeah. like, I, I, somebody posted, and I was like, I was like, oh, I got to see what I listened to. I launched into it, like, all pumped up to see what have I been hearing. And I remember that, like, I share my password with, like, my work. <laughs> so there's all this shit I've never put on, uh, like, popping up that I'm like I, I like, I like the meters fine. But, like, my buddy puts it on at work constantly. So, like, it's like, you love the meters. I'm like, I, they're fine. I'm fine with the meters. <laughs> I have the, where, because of doing all the, uh, you know, posts and things for this show then it's all just like dumb shit like oh it's like oh the oak ridge boys are my most listened to thing <laughs> that year <laughs> now i know you you have a band so this isn't gonna i don't think it's gonna affect you the same way but tony i wonder if this is the same for you i find as i've gotten older that music means less to me is that is that true for you or are you do you really into music uh it's i have a very strange relationship with music that i don't even understand because i I, I am a musician still, but I, that was like my actual job for a very long time. And uh, now it's just kind of like here and there. Uh, but I definitely listen to the least amount of music that I have probably my entire life. Like yeah. when I'm in my car, I mostly listen to podcasts. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I listen to podcasts or books on Audible, that yep. kind of stuff. But do you listen to music still no. a lot? No. no. Every now and again. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, it's it used to be, man, in high school, I was devouring music. Yeah. I used to go to the record store, I'd buy like five records a week, and then by the next week I was just like, I was through it, I knew every word, I like knew it, and I was like, next, what's next, what's next, what's next? It must be a brain chemistry thing, right? It's gotta be right. Your brain like just stops like think caring about that shit when you're like 30 or something. I don't know what it is, or maybe like you kind of decoded it enough. Like, uh, Yeah, that's that's interesting too, so your brain knows what's coming, so nothing yeah. surprises you anymore. Maybe that's it. Yeah, that that's a really good point. I found myself... Finding like in my thirties, going to a lot of different types of music that I never listened to. So I think, yeah, it was like I know what punk is going to do. I know what it sounds like. I know what's <laughs> coming next. 
I love it, but I know what it's going for. But like, yeah, it was into bluegrass and folk and all this stuff. Did you grow up uh, musically? I forgot what you. We've talked about this, but I forgot. Uh, I don't. Nothing really. Like I don't know. Just all over the place. Like, like alternative stuff, like K Rock and. Okay. You know, I used to be a pastor too, so you know all that kind of stuff. Petra. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big, huge Petra fan. <laughs> I still Petra. throw a Bible out at crowds every now and then. <laughs> uh, that was no, that's Striper. Yeah, that's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. Striper. That's not Petra. Petra. I forgot about Petra. Yeah, you're. You should. That's, that's so right. funny. Uh, no, like alternative stuff, and then I got into rap when I was eighteen, nineteen. L.A. Some Symphony. punk. Uh, I, yeah, we played. We used to. I used to have a, a big. Uh, <laughs> I used to have a big hip hop like rap band called Get Down Voltron. Okay, and, and so it was me, my brother, my sister. We rapped and we had a live band. Uh-huh. But we used to play with L.A. Symphony all the time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Remember Lightheaded? Did you ever see Lightheaded? I don't think I remember Lightheaded. Uh, Portland guy. I, I just remember the guys from uh, LA Symphony, Pigeon John, and mm-hmm. a guy named uh, Jason Soto was also a youth pastor. I mm-hmm. think I forget what his name is. he Cookbook? Yeah, I think he's Cookbook. But wow. uh, he was a youth pastor at a church called Oasis that's still there, I believe, off of... Maybe Wilshire, like kind of by the Wiltern. Those LA Synth guys, they're gonna be out right now. They're oh done. man! They're done. They're done <laughs> yeah, I hope they're. I hope they're not Christian anymore. I was just <laughs> thinking about that. Like that, if they're. I swear to God, I was just thinking about the LA Symphony guys, and I was like, Cheech, I hope they still don't believe in Christ. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I really hope they've come to view God as a, the metaphor that He was supposed to be. I love. <laughs> I, I forgot that whenever you talk about it, you always say Christ instead of Jesus. Yeah, it always makes me laugh. It's so much. More like uh, I don't know if it's the word is more abrupt, it is yeah, firm or something, but it kills me every time you say it's. Crap. It's like abrasive for some yeah. reason. Yeah, there's such a lunacy whenever you meet people that you're are, are your age and they like still believe it. It's like oh man, that's crazy. Now I I have no problem with a nuanced belief sure. at all. Like you know, yeah. and there are some people who would call themselves Christians, but they what what them and I think believe in are pretty much the same things. I got no problem with any of that stuff. But if you're like a diehard, you know, the inerrant word of God kind of stuff still, it is just, it's crazy to yeah. meet people like that still. You've never left your house? What, what, yeah. what are we still thinking like uh, Yeah, you haven't met one gay person that you <laughs> love? I mean, really? <laughs> yeah. It's very, it's, it's really, you gotta be head on, you know, just buried under in the sand to like be that way still yeah it's very the work it takes to maintain that level of just shut off mind belief is really tough to do oh yeah i mean it's it's just it's like older people do it yeah they've dedicated their life to it yeah but yeah that's uh that was my music music stuff but i bet you know what i put music on to like feel things now so just like I said, I would put on that Annie Lennox Y yeah. to make me feel like melancholy. And then I like I like listening to have you guys ever heard The Dream? No. Mm-hmm. He's a R and B guy, but he likes raps. I mean he's a he sings like just about fucking. And it's like the best stuff. <laughs> it's like really funny and it's um I mean it's funny to me. It would be funny to you too. Yeah. I don't think it's funny to him. Right. Uh, he married Christine Millian, uh, who's an actress and uh-huh. I think she's a singer too, but they got divorced after one year and she said it was the biggest nightmare of my life. So it, really? he's like kinda like Prince and like it's really it's really good. Bit of uh, a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're not supposed to. To me, I'm like, this is great. Like, to, it's like comic book sex, you know? <laughs> it's so, like R. Kelly, I feel like. It's that same way where I'm like, I, this is funny to me, but I don't think he's trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah. And he's obviously, he's a little problematic, but not as problematic as R. Kelly. Yeah. I really can't. Uh, I was able to listen to R. Kelly up until that that big expose about him having sex slaves. Did you read about that? What? I just heard something about this recently. No. Yeah, it was a big expose that came out about how he has women and he kind of like cuts them off from their family and then they're not allowed to talk to their family anymore. The fuck? It's a big long expose. I forgot where it came out on, but it's really well written and Jesus. researched and real. It's just like, I can't. I remember. Uh, I usually I have a show every Sunday night, a stand up show at the Chatterbox in Covina. It's really great, and I always load up the jukebox to get the show ready. And I used to put on remix. And I remember after I read that, I was like, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, I just don't want him to receive a tenth of the penny that he would <laughs> <Right>. get <laughs> yeah. for this. I was like, I can't support the guy anymore. Yeah, wait, was R. Kelly? Am I wrong? Is that the guy who had like the 
come out of the get out of the closet. Yeah, yeah. trapped in the closet. Trapped in the closet, closet. which I was obsessed with. I was for a obsessed while. with it it's too. It's insane. Like I like loved it. Yeah, like, I thought it was one of the funniest things I've ever up seen until like there. I think like they they had so many parts. I think yeah. they had up till thirty two, but I think it, up until like twelve or yeah, 13 I or agree. 14. Twelve is exactly yeah. that's the right number. Wait, parts? Yeah, it kept going for way too, and it, it seemed like he became aware, uh, became self aware. Thought it was funny. Yeah. There, there was a little person in it at some point. That's when you always lose me. Yeah, like I know. when you throw a little person in for fun. What's his name? Does that in his movies all the time? Uh, Bruckheimer and who's the other guy? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. It's okay. But, Johnny Knoxville. No, no. <laughs> but you'll see a Bruckheimer movie. It's uh, they'll all, he'll always put a little person in it and a fat person. Really? Like at some point in it, and it, it's like for laughs. Like check out how fat this guy is. <laughs> 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 they're just like us, but they're gross. <laughs> I, love <that>. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. Like those little tricks. Like Adam Sandler's is old people and children swearing. Exactly. If, if you're gonna watch an episode, yeah. just it's gonna happen. Yeah, you're gonna it's gonna make you laugh. Yeah, it's gonna be great. But yeah, yeah, and some kind of like gay jokes or something yeah, uh, like that. Yeah, Sandler loves that stuff. He does. He's been doing stand up more though, and I've he's heard. he's really great. Really? really? Yeah. Yeah. I saw he pops up at Largo a lot now, doesn't he? I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, you guys would know better than me, but uh, at the Improv, I've seen him a couple times now. Do, do like twenty five minutes or something, and he's great. Really? He's just very sweet, and he talks about yeah. his kids and his, his family and the dogs. I mean, and it's just like, oh, this guy's a killer, though. He's really funny. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've heard he's. I've always heard nothing but how nice of a yeah. guy he is. Like, yeah. he's just the kindest dude. No, and then you know he keeps making this stuff because he probably employs fifty people right. when he makes like these terrible movies yep. that obvi- that do well for Netflix as far as they judge. Uh, so it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go put a hundred people to work for a little while, so I'll just keep making this bullshit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. good for him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, figured it out. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. A, I mean, there are so many things we we look at and go like, why would you do that? And it's like, because it paid for a fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also I feel the like end. he just like. Puts all his friends and on the yeah in the cast and probably on the crew as well. It's like oh, I'm just gonna go get paid to hang out with my friends. Yeah, yeah, good for yeah. him. And just have a goofy fun and, and people yeah. people like it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I am grateful that I work. Um, I work at that bar, the Chatterbox in Covina. I live out here, but I bartend on Thursdays and Fridays. So I've never been able. Which is it's like my hometown. I've never been able to like get too highfalutin in my thinking or anything because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm always going back to my hometown yep. every week you know and then listening to people talk and everything and people are getting better but that's tough man going back to your hometown yeah i mean it's, it's something i don't mind i feel it's like a wayne's world vibe a lot of times if i like go to the grocery store out there before work or something people go like comedy guy i'm like yeah really like, oh yeah the chatterbox show is big it's like one of the best shows in los angeles we've been written up a bunch and everything really but it's really fun we get a lot of great comics every sunday and uh we've been doing it seven years so awesome yeah it's really fun but yeah it's i i i used to be upset that i live so close because i have so many family commitments yeah and like these these fucking degenerates out here don't care about anything but themselves you know these sociopaths (laughs) just going up every night and stuff and then i gotta go to my nephew's birthday thing and my mom's thing but the longer i'm out here the more i i'm really grateful because it really does keep you uh keep i have a healthy perspective all the time yeah Yeah. and you do start to see oh these people are just sociopaths and i'm just kind of set building a foundation of rocks on my house on a rock you know so that working i love it i'm in that's bible baby i'm back in that's bible (laughs) (laughs) are you um uh oh are your parents funny about like you leaving church world um, my mom was always kind of mystical, so I don't think she felt that. And that church kind of did her a little dirty when she got a divorce. My parents got divorced when I was like 18 or 19. I stopped, and I, we grew up there. And then uh, I stopped doing what I did when I was 23. So my mom felt a little uneasy about it. It was a mega church, you know, and you know what comes along with mega churches. Oh, yeah. So my mom was a little uneasy about that. My dad, my dad's just like culturally Christian, like like Catholic almost. Where, Got it. Yeah, you couldn't, you wouldn't think the guy believed in God unless you know he brings in Christ every now and then. I don't know. I see. But they, they don't. Yeah, they don't care. My, okay. My nice. my mom allows me to. Um, my mom. I really, I really love my mom. We, we, I talk to her maybe once a month because she still is so Christian and stuff. But she's like gotten mature enough so that 
she can allow me to like code switch. So like I'll say God to her and like I do listen to my conscience and I am always trying to be a good man and do the right thing by people and forgive and all of those things. So I don't I still say God when I'm talking to my mom. I see. And she she goes so sometimes she'll still try to press it though and I'm like, Come on, mom, we've had these talks. Yeah, yeah. Like don't do that. My my brother's a, a real famous hair colorist. And uh, we were at Thanksgiving. Was it Thanksgiving? We were at Thanksgiving or Christmas. And I go, hey, Mom, Danny's uh, dating a new girl. She seems really nice. And then my mom goes, let me ask you something. Is she a born-again Christian? And I just started laughing hysterically in my mom's face. I was like, Mom, if either one of us ever dated a born-again Christian, something has gone terribly yeah, wrong. Something's up. Yeah, we're like giving our life back to Christ for a reason, you know, like drugs or something. I was like, we will never in a thousand years date a born-again Christian. Don't ever, don't ever ask us that again. It will never happen. <laughs> But that's her fault. Does I mean, she believe in hell? Like she believes. Oh in yeah, hell? yeah, yeah. She believes in all of it stuff. She has gotten a bit better about gay people. I remember, like, I don't know. I guess like twelve years, fifteen years ago. Jeez, maybe twenty years ago now. I had to like walk out because she called them like gay. She referred to gay people as like perverts. So I just like I had warned her enough, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna leave. If you're gonna keep talking about people like that, I'm not gonna do. But she's gotten better now, where she's like, you know, I, you know, I'm trying to have a heart for it, and I met this woman, and I know she's gay, but you know, God loves them too, and she, you know, she's always pushing herself. But she's so, 62, you know. It's hard for people, do? man. Their whole lives, they've like built this foundation of like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're like, no, you have to like respect and treat people like people, and it's like. All right, like the work it takes for somebody, it's so <laughs> Well, weird. I mean, gay people, even when I was a minister, uh, I, that was the one that always like, got me. Because yeah. I, knew, I knew kids who were gay when they were little. So I was like, these people don't have a choice about yeah. how they are. But, you know, I was like, well, you know, good book says they got to burn. They got to burn, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the boss of who yeah. gets in. Hey, man, hey, you know, it's, <laughs> it is written, okay? <laughs> have at it. But, yeah. uh, you're, yeah. I will love love the, the sinner and hate the sin, but you're going to burn if you don't change your ways, my man. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, Your folks are still Christian, right? Yeah, very. So what, do they think you're sinning or anything? We don't talk about it. Yeah. At all. Like you're I, married. I'm married. It, and it, my you, life is very traditional, so yeah. it makes it easier. But, I mean, I, they don't know anything I believe Do you anymore. think they suspect it? Uh, probably, but I don't... Like, I don't want my parents to f be worried that I'm going to hell. Yeah. They believe in hell. Yeah. They believe that when I die, I could actually burn for eternity in hell. In the fiery pits of hell. I mean, like, in a real way, in a very real way. And it's like, I don't want my mom to have to think about that. Yeah. Like it, for me, I'm just like, I'm not, it doesn't hurt us to not have that conversation. So it does. I don't need to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not like close by where it's like, I'm seeing them all the time like you but are. But you and your wife still got, you guys got like a Christian light vibe. So they're just like having like a, <laughs> they, they, uh, fuck you a little. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, no, yeah. it's that whole Pete Holmes thing and everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, so that they they don't have to. I don't think they're worried that much. So in their head, they're like, "He believes it just doesn't look like the way it looks to us." I probably. think that's exactly where. They're so going. yeah, hopefully, because yeah, I, I wouldn't want my parents to worry about that stuff at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just yeah, I don't know. Um, when you yeah, you were saying uh, oh, I can't oh, you were talking about your mom like the, the church did her dirty with the uh, the divorce thing, and it, that thing makes me absolutely insane. The, the divorce thing with church, I'll never get it. Why? Like, they believe in belief, like, that in forgiveness. Like, that's the whole message of the whole thing. But in divorce, that's where, for some reason, that's where the forgiveness stops. I made a bad choice. Well, suffer for the rest of your life. Stay together. Sorry. But your choice, uh, but at the church uh, that you were really involved with, it's, you know, it was, um, they had divorced people there. Yeah, but it's. I honestly didn't know it was that big of a thing. Divorce is like a, it's a, there are divorced people and there are like, I'm sure there's a divorced person ministry there. Like they try to love people, but it, it is really looked down upon. Like divorce is last worst case scenario. But like, there's a guy I know I've known for years and I love him. He should not be married to the person he's married to. Mm -hmm. He just shouldn't be. It's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. It's it. And they fight through it and they're constantly fighting through it. And it's like, you can just get out of it. Yeah. 
Like, what promise did you make that's more important than you being miserable your whole guy? Wait, how long, how long have these friends of you been married? Years. Year, longer than I've been married. And you really do think they should just get a divorce? Yeah. Um, but Who is they, it? <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? And I, I love both of them. Yeah. I want it for both of them. It's just a bad fit. Yeah. I don't know, though. I mean, divorce is awful. I've I've been divorced and it's awful. Would you rather have not gone through it and and be living with somebody that you think it's bad news? With? I don't know, and I don't. Really? Yeah, I don't mean that in a way. In my head, intellectually, I really do think I made the right decision and stuff. My wife and I, she was very young when we got married, and um, she's very uh, in her heart. She's a conservative person, um, and she just likes things to be away. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't doing stand up when I when we got married, and I started doing it after we got married. So it's just it was just very hard for her. And, so straight up Pete Holmes style. Uh, yeah, I mean it's yeah it's uh, yeah I mean it's I have a better I've got a better version Pete, but uh, you stole all your shit. I can never write that script. But uh, pretty much all that stuff. Where um, yeah, so it was very hard, but it was like really heartbreaking. And I do wonder because I see her on social media and stuff, and we get along, and, and it was just amicable. It took a year for us to we went to counseling, and we were just like, well. When she thinks about her best life and how it's over and, and when it's over and when I think about my best life, they just don't look the same. Yeah. And so it was like there was no getting around that. And so we we're like, okay, let's do it. But there are times, and I have a girlfriend, I'm in love, and it's great. Uh, there are times where I'm like, I don't know, there might be something to just sticking it out, some kind of deep love. Really? that. Yeah. I, know, I mean, listen, I got nothing, to, but I do wonder that sometimes late at night. like, Because I see on social media, my wife, she doesn't have a boyfriend. She had a boyfriend that was kind of shitty for a little while, and I knew about that. And you know, we talked about it a little, and she's like, I'm not going to tell you some things because you get too mad. And I was like, okay. But my wife's not remarried. I'm doing fine, but... Right. I made a promise to her to take care of her. And so I do wonder, like, sometimes if in these modern times, if we just kind of, like, do away with those things too quickly. Now, of course, in, in instances of abuse and all these things, you, you know, you should be able to get the, get the hell away from these people. But Have you met people, though, that, like, it's just they make each other miserable? Yes. Where it's just, it's... You know, there was a, a sh you know, young, you're young, especially when you're Christian, you're like not having sex. So you're like looking to get married. Yeah. Just like you're not making your clearest decisions and you're young and you're like, yeah, let's do it. And you've been dating two years or a year or something. You're like, it's good enough. And then you get married. Like you've had to have had experience. I don't I, listen, I know I sound crazy talking on this podcast like this because I don't necessarily. I would, I like agree with you, like everything you're saying completely. But I also do think we, there's things we don't understand sometimes about that stuff. You're right. I do know there's people who there have that have had some miserable times in the marriage, but then they end up being together for thirty or forty years, and then they're okay at the thirty or forty year mark. Yeah. But it's just that there is rough times. Yeah, you I chose it. to do that. I don't regret it. I, when I think about it, my you know my wife seems a lot happier too. Uh, I'm I am bummed that she doesn't hasn't found someone that she's really in love with. But um, yeah, I mean I I'm, I feel so bad for her that she was with me. <laughs> right when we got we I go to her place still because we moved into a new place and then our marriage really started to fall apart. And it's a nice like one bedroom and like um like the bungalow heaven area of Pasadena, real like nice like thing, and it's like real cheap. And I went to visit her maybe a year after that or something, and everything she got like a nice like a like an amazing bed that like like massages you and lifts and beautiful white curtains white everywhere she's like i could have never had this white stuff if i lived with you and i was like yeah that's true and uh just she goes to she goes to greece for like two or three weeks a year like all these really cool things so like you know that stuff's really cool for her but i i do wonder sometimes maybe that's fair. you know what i mean but like I don't I, have that experience. You yeah, know, yeah. I, just, I don't have any. I'm talking out of my ass. Yeah, I, I could. I couldn't. I could not believe how painful divorce was. I. Can, I mean, I. Yeah. I can't imagine it yeah. just be awful. Yeah, I can't imagine it. But. And I'm like I said, I'm super happy right now. And the woman I'm with right now, I. I can't imagine. I mean, she's just so different than my wife in all the right ways. Like we're such a better fit than my, me and my wife were. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's great now. But uh, you know, it's. I don't think you should. I think there's something about getting in front of your f friends and family and making a vow and then breaking that that it might really hurt you inside in a way you don't understand, you know? That's 
I entirely can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really am glad we talked about it because I feel like I was going to leave my wife (laughs) (laughs) and our beautiful baby. (laughs) I'm glad we talked. Oh, thank God. I'm going to stick it out. It's a very special episode. (laughs) The Christmas episode. (laughs) Whoa, is it fun to buy stuff on the internet? I go to Amazon.com all the time. Sometimes I buy me a Jimmy's Chicken Shack record. Sometimes I buy a live bag of crickets. I don't know what the hell I'm going to buy. But if I do that, I'm not going straight to Amazon.com. I'm going to FeliceNavipod.com and then clicking on that banner. Because that'll help the show. So please do it, ding-dongs! I'm glad we talked about it. Because it is good for me like to have that perspective. Uh, to at least... Because I haven't gone through it, and I haven't, I've never had this conversation deeply with anybody who has actually gone through it. So yeah, no, good. but uh, the other side of that too is when you see two people together like that too, especially if they got married young and stuff. It's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Just get it, break up already. Yeah, the, so it's both. I get it. I'm but, pretty flippant about divorce. Like I talk about, <laughs> I say that kind of shit a lot. I should probably not, as, having not gone through it. I'm like. There, there's always the thing with me is like there's always these old guys. There was a guy who used to come into the lumber yard I work at who used to be like, uh, he'd always be like, I want to work on this project. My wife won't let me bring stuff home. She's always busting my balls. And I'm like, oh, you got to get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just always going for the divorce. Hey, she's not letting you do that. You got to divorce her, bud. <laughs> he sounds miserable. He's always talking about his wife busting his balls and everything. You're like, oh, you're you're not happy with your spouse. No, but some nah, people the like that's the thing about cu- couples like that too is they like the way things are. Yeah, they like that that their wife busts their balls and yeah, stuff right. like that. Um, yeah, yeah right. I, I, dude, I was devastated that year. I, I was like, I'm not going to get a girlfriend for you because I always just I just get girlfriends. And uh, but I remember <laughs> I was having sex with the girl. And uh, she was on top, and then she like, she was like, she looked down at me at some point, and she was like, "Where are you right now?" You know, like so obviously she was white, uh, and she looked. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Where are you?" And I was like, "I'm here. I'm present. I'm here." Was her name Todd? No, <laughs> Toddy. That's a white person, Lil Toddy. Uh, no, and then she's like, "Okay," and then like. 30 seconds after that, I just started weeping. Oh, no. Yeah, weeping during the sex. And so she went and she got me a towel, and I just, like, put the towel over my face. I was just weeping for a little while. She was just kind of sitting there by me. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, it's, it's terrible. It's fine now. But it, it's. Uh, I'm glad I went through it. I'm a much better man because of it. I was a bad husband. And uh, I was just thinking about myself the whole time and uh it really made me a much better person and it's almost like in the old testament when jacob wrestles with uh with god with god remember that he wrestles with god all all night and then uh, god finally gives him his blessing whatever the fuck that meant but uh they said from that point on jacob walk with a limp and i think it just kind of that reminds me it makes me a better human being because i was hurt that bad and i fucked up that bad so i'm not as like rash as i used to be interesting yeah you have a very like um you're very like uh you're very straightforward and you're very much gonna do the thing you're gonna do like i feel like there's not many things that you think that you don't aren't clear about like with people out loud well, um, my wife, uh, my wife. Oh my god! Don't I hope my girlfriend's <laughs> my, my girlfriend. Jeez, <laughs> oh, uh, my girlfriend is really into astrology, uh-huh. and uh, she. I'm like a double Aries, and then like a Capricorn thing or whatever. But she's like, oh yeah, the way you are, I have to talk about it all the time. Like I have to talk about what I believe. And uh, I'm always making these grand statements and like to her. So, you know, like I we always talk about my wife and I, we had an open marriage. We were polyamorous and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So I'm always like wrestling with the idea of polyamory. And is that a real thing or is it just people trying to be immature and like kind of have everything they want? And so it's always like monogamy is hard for me. But uh, so I'm always talking to my girlfriend about it. And I've been this way the whole time. So it's not like a big deal. But I am grateful that she allows me to talk to her about this stuff because yeah. it does help me sort my thoughts and it makes me like uh, it makes you know it makes really makes me love her that she's able to not take this stuff personal yeah so yeah that's really cool yeah man that's amazing yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah I, when i say that i mean that in, a, in the most positive way i could just see like you going like i'm gonna do stand-up now and like like at that point in your life 
just having a vision for it and going like that's what i'm doing well yeah you know that was the we me and my wife had a big fight about it because i was going to i was going to like i was like kind of a loot after i quit being a pastor i was just like partying for six years or something like that like i worked at the tgi fridays in west covina just a badass you know (laughs) just tearing it up you know 15 tables you know (laughs) making 150 bucks at night and then just partying hard like you know, like X, all that kind of stuff. Just being a loser, having a good time, and waking up at two thirty and just doing it all over again. Slanging that ranch, baby. Those those Jack Daniel wings, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then once I met my wife, she's like a real. Her family's like real put together, and uh, you know, I was like, oh, okay, I'll go back to school. I guess I'll be a, an English professor or something like that. And so I started doing all those courses, and uh, I was doing really well, and I was about to transfer to UCLA. And uh, some there was some fuck up with like the, this class I needed, and because the schools are so impacted, I didn't. Uh, it meant I would have had to stay at the city college for like another year, and I was like devastated. But my buddy Scott j- had just started doing stand up, so I had an empty summer to do, and I, I, I and he he I went to his show, and I was like, oh, I guess I could go to these open mics or something like that, and ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> how, how old were you when you started? I was old. Uh, I was 32 when I started. I'm turning really? 40 in April. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, huh. yeah. So, I uh, I started doing that. And then that summer after that, because I didn't think, when you have a calling, I mean, you had a, a calling when you were a minister, oh, right? yeah. or when you were getting in the ministry and all that stuff. And I didn't think I'd ever have that feeling again until I, I found stand-up. And yeah. when I found stand-up, I was like, oh, this is... Un- another thing this is a thing where i'm this is what i was born to do and so uh i told her listen i'm gonna go to school again for this semester i'll get straight a's like i've been getting but then i'm gonna quit but i'm I'm just gonna go this semester just to prove to you i'm not like trying to quit school right and then she was like nope and that whole semester she just kept saying no i i you need to get a college degree you need to like a real college degree not bible stuff (laughs) but she's like you need to go to that then you could do a stand-up if you want and then i just kept i told her i'm not gonna get a fucking i'm not gonna get a big degree just so i can go to an open mic the monday after i graduate right i told her listen i get it if you can't be with someone who doesn't have a college degree and who's gonna do this stuff i totally understand but i have to do this thing and she was like all right well i'll stay with you i guess and so yeah i mean that that is kind of how it is but yeah yeah i mean yeah i i think that that you have to do that what i mean what are you going to do? Like you find a thing that you're passionate about that fits the bill. You're going to shove that down in, in the back of your head the whole time. Go like, I wish I was doing that for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. That's, no, I mean, you, so now we're just, yeah, yeah, we're just being losers out here, you know, until, <laughs> until I'm not, you know, until some, just a little thing changes. But uh, everything's going really well. Yeah, you're yeah. doing great. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, yeah, really. Did you hear, did you hear what happened with that uh, Sarah Silverman thing? I did not end up hearing. It's the saddest thing. I uh, I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about it. What the heck? I don't care. Because <laughs> that's how Todd, Todd and I had met a year before, but he was at a wedding that Sarah was at. Uh-huh. But um, I got hired to do a piece on her show. And then the- The Hulu show that's- uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, the piece revolved around Morsi. Mm-hmm. And- um, it was painting Morsi in a good light. I, I, it's basically I was, I said every every Mexican in L.A. loves Morsi except for my friend Chris Estrada, and so it was just me trying to convince Chris to like Morsi. And we went to this thing. I mean, the bit the piece turned out amazing. Like it really, the whole day when we filmed it was awesome. So the week they were going to show it, uh, Morsi uh, mm-hmm. defended Harvey Weinstein God and Kevin damn it, Spacey. That's what happened. Oh. <laughs> Motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. are you serious? The week, yeah. That Monday, I woke up and I saw the like headlines on Facebook and stuff was Morsi defends Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein, and I was like, "Well, there goes that." <laughs> Fuck me, are you kidding? Me? No, literally. So I'm at this table. It's uh, yeah, with Sarah and and uh, uh, Chris. There was sitting next to me, who's who's great, and we hope to have him on sometime too. But um, they were. I think Chris was asking her if it, how it came out, and she's like. It's so funny, and he's like, "I saw it." It was. Did Chris see it, or was he around for it? No, no, no. We, uh, him, and I just had coffee that day. Okay, yeah. okay. It, but yeah, you guys were talking about, and they were talking about you, and they kept saying Steve, 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 and then somebody said Steve Hernandez something, and I was like, "I know this guy." <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I was like, "What are the chances?" I, but um, and and then like I'm a huge Morrissey fan, so yeah. I was like, "Dude," but it reminded me like I was like, "We gotta hang out." Like I gotta call this guy, yeah, because uh, we have so much in common. I know. I but, feel your pain, uh, s- somewhat similar. Not not exactly the same, but 
my old band um thankfully we did do this once before this but uh in 2007 uh we were going to be on conan and uh we were going to be on i, rem- I will always remember we were going to be your old band uh we were called motion city soundtrack oh yeah the, you guys were big all right go on uh but yeah uh we were gonna be on on a thursday night and that monday the writer's strike started (laughs) my my parents were like driving they no they might have even flown they were gonna come to new york for it and everything and uh yeah the the show got canceled and we never got rescheduled really because that was like that would have been well letterman probably was your dream to do right yeah that was the one i never got to do that i really wanted to do i mean we did get to do conan before that okay we we did it in like 2005 but yeah i was so excited to come back i assume conan uh, was the other dream though like oh yeah i i i that's one of the very few moments in my life that I can remember crying tears of, of happiness really? when I found out. And that was yeah. that that was when he had that twelve thirty spot slot, right? Yeah, the late night show. Yeah, wow. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, he was real cool then. I mean he's cool mm-hmm. now, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But that was really cool. Yeah. Is there is there any way I can see that Morrissey piece? I haven't seen it, so I can't Fuck, really? Yeah. So I can't I don't know. But yeah, we'll see. They said they might play it if she gets renewed. I don't know if she'll get renewed or not, but I can't imagine they're going to. Like, why would they? Like, and I mean, the poor woman had to had a, what's his name on Al Franken on, and then yeah. she had to defend Louis the week before that. It's like I don't know why they would put the piece on, I, even though it's funny. But who cares? Fuck, man. Yeah, but I mean, to me, I know it sounds crazy, but to me, I think it's almost hilarious because it's like if you bet on Morrissey, this is what you get. That's yeah. what I, <laughs> I bet. But I got, but I got hired based on the pitch, so it's like I didn't do anything wrong. This right. is just yeah. Morrissey being fucking Morrissey, industry standard. Yeah. So it's like, it, I mean, it's almost funny to me. It's almost like that. That you cue the curb you enthusiasm music or something like that <laughs> when you read the paper. You're like, oh no, like that, like yeah. <laughs> So you're a big Morrissey guy? like Yeah, up. I grew up with You yeah. know, I'm from L.A. Everything they say about it is all true. When I was in middle school, there used to be a radio station called Pirate Radio in L.A. Um, are you from here? No, but I feel like I remember hearing about that. Yeah, it was called Pirate Radio, and it was just like glam rock and that Def Leppard, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And we were into that till like fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. And then they shut down. Pirate Radio shut down. But then I remember my brother, older brother, who's like four or five years older than me. So he was a freshman or sophomore. He came home with the Queen is Dead. And he was like, we're going to listen to this stuff now. And we're like, okay. <laughs> so I remember listening to that. And when you're in middle school listening to Morrissey, that is the time to listen That's to Morrissey. Four, yeah. Where he's just singing about like he just wants to die because his yep. lover doesn't want him. I'm like, I'm right there with you, bud. <laughs> Sold. Yeah, I remember like being in the bathtub, just listening to those tapes over and over again. And The Cure and Depeche all that stuff writing the lyrics out so i can memorize them yep. and all that oh, so yeah is that, that, is that what it is is it the lyrics that that gets you with morrissey um yeah because <laughs> i i we've discussed this with many people i just i'm not one i'm not i'm not a morrissey guy and yeah, i, just, I don't not, understand if it. you're not like i get it yeah you know? it's not a thing and that's what i feel like yeah, they all say too i couldn't tell you why it, it got right. into our souls or anything because his voice is crazy like that's yeah. a crazy voice to have <laughs> yes it is but uh yeah, yeah, I, I can't tell you. I, I, I've looked, because of the bit, too, I looked into it, and I can explain all these reasons why Mexicans like Morsi in L.A., but they're, like, pretty intellectual, and they're, like, stu- it's, like, dumb. Like, who cares? It has to do with ranchero music, and also, uh-huh. like, there was a radio station in San Diego that was that had a real powerful thing, so the stuff was going over to Mexico and Los Angeles. It's all, it's all that okay. kind of, but right. for whatever reason, like, you know, we just, we really love it, and I really love it, too. So to me, it's, like, it's almost like worship music is now. Yeah. So I'm never like, I'm rarely like tune it up, turn up some Morsi. But when I hear it, I'm like. It's in there for you. Yeah. Still. Oh, yeah. I, I remember I was DJing at some open mic or like playing music in between people. Like a guest thing because the person didn't show up. And this girl, Lindsay's from Chicago. And I put on How Soon Is Now to bring someone coming up. So it's like. And then she goes, what is this junk? She like said that on the mic. And I really, in my head, I thought, she's racist. I really thought that in my head. Without without a thing in my head, I was just like, that's racist what she said. But then I was like, what the fuck, you, you loser? Against this white Englishman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's also a racist. Yeah. Who is like, terribly racist. It's so weird the way. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. Like, I've heard he lives in Boyle Heights. 
Oh, yeah? Really? I heard he lives in Boyle Heights. And oh, goes, yeah. Was it April that told us that? Was somebody it? told me that. I think I said it to April. Our friend, you know April Richardson? Yeah. She She's a huge Morrissey person, and, and uh, I'm sure you but know. She's but, done, though. Yeah, she, she's out. She gave up on him. Do you After. know all this? Uh, no, but, I mean, that makes sense. She yeah. was a huge Morrissey person and, like, did, like, a public wrote him a breakup letter. Yeah. Uh, oh, but she okay. saw him, like, 200 times or some insane thing. Oh, wow. But uh, I, when I said it, she was like, yeah, I think that's true. But, li- like, goes to um, uh, the luchador wrestling matches and stuff that happened, like, is very entrenched in the culture there. But, it, like, his thing, like, about immigration is all having to do with, like, Europe and just England. And he's a rich, shitty English guy. Yeah, he's an old guy. He just, he's rich old guy. Yeah. He's like, people are coming into London who aren't from London. It's like, that's his whole fucking bullshit. <laughs> I have a serious question. This might sound like a joke, but this is legitimately a serious question. Have you ever seen Morrissey smile? Yeah. He smiles. Yeah? I feel sweet. like I can't even picture it. He's a sweet boy. He smiles. He's real coy. Yeah. yeah. Now he's just playing it all up. I oh, think yeah. just, and even, I don't think, he probably doesn't, I know he probably, I, I've heard he's very attracted to Mexican men, so that's a thing with him. But, uh, I, I'm, he just plays up all this like loving Mexican fans. It's just all for the money now. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you think he's th- racist again? Well, no. If he's no, he's not racist. I, I don't think he cares. And it's not the kind of racist when we say racist. Right. It's more. He might be old school. You know, like yeah. these guys, like guys in Boston that say the N word, but they'd That's help. Right. A, they'd help a black guy change his tire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people just like to say the N word. Okay. So fucking funny. <laughs> That's specific, that's such a specific guy, and it's so exactly who Morrissey is. Well, that's funny about working out in Covina. Still, is like you meet these guys that are bros that every, everyone's trying to be a better person, but they just can't. They can't help it. I mean, it's just they're just not smart enough, or they can't pick up the speed. Like I always say, uh, you know that a guy listens to Joe Rogan podcast when he gets drunk because when he get, uh, gets drunk, he says the n word, but he said also says transgendered. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the perfect thing man for. i had no idea what joe rogan's brand was yeah i just somebody was like you should hear this episode of blah 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 on joe rogan so i was like great i'll check it out and it was like i cannot remember who it was now for the life of me but i was like that was an interesting episode so i listened to another one i was like oh wait joe rogan is not have the same beliefs i have which is fine yeah i'm okay with that but yeah. boy is he coming from a specific place oh i'm a huge joe rogan fan i think Are he's you? brilliant yeah but i also am old enough now i could take i could leave things that i yeah, don't agree with that's right yeah. so you can listen to a lot of things and he's also very good at he'll listen he'll have people like that he doesn't totally agree with and kind of take the devil's advocate thing yeah i think he's really brilliant i think he's like he's in line like he's Right after Howard Stern, in terms of like what, who he is, and how he does things, he's but, very much in that vein. But like I said, you could, I'll, I, I don't agree with everything the guy says, but I, I'm a man. I don't. I'm a grown up. I don't have to. That's one of the things I, I learned about getting out of religion. You know. God damn it, yeah. Hernandez! You've got it. Like you're do. You're like such a specific guy. Would you say things like, "I don't have to listen to. I, I listen to him. And I have to. I'm a man. I can take it. It's so on brand for you." Well, yeah, I, I mean, it. it's so it's so sad though. It's getting worse and worse that if somebody there's something wrong with them or we don't agree with them that we can't be friends with the people. Right. Yeah. Like, that kind of thing is just I don't believe in. And, and like like I said, it's like, it keeps going back to that. I go back to Covina and stuff like that. My brother-in-law is like a hardcore gun advocate and stuff like that and these are mostly these are things I, I disagree with but they're these are the people that i would call to help me move or i right. could call them at any point they're like good people he, he's a great he's a great dad to my nephews yep. uh so you know they're afraid of him the right amount that i respect so yeah yeah it's like me and todd todd you know yep. uh, officiated our uh, my wedding but uh he's also a huge trump guy so, <laughs> i shouldn't have talked i admit that i shouldn't have talked about it as much at your wedding <laughs> that's on me some things you know are brought from heaven above <laughs> like this, this this marriage and Trump. Have you done, you must have married a lot of people. I've done, I've done like seven or eight. And I don't. I was actually just thinking about this because my best friend and his girlfriend are thinking about getting engaged, and they talked about. And I was like, I don't. I couldn't do one again. Yeah. I just don't know how I feel about marriage. Oh yeah. I yeah, see. yeah. I just don't know how I feel about it. That's fair. Yeah. So I, I'd hate to be up there and like lying or something like that, or I might show through. So <laughs> lying. Uh, sorry, I don't believe any of this shit that I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I have to ask. This is a very throwaway question. That, um, but I heard. Can we make a note of the time code so I can edit this yeah. out. Okay. Yeah. Forty-eight. Yeah. yeah. Right. To pull right out. Um, 
I've heard that I think it's the guitar player from Slayer hangs out at the West Covina TGIF. <laughs> oh, is that true? That's what I I feel like when you said that I was like, West Covina, why do I remember that? Oh, right. I think that I've heard that. You know, the Black Eyed Peas used to come there, too, before <laughs> Fergie. Really? Before. I mean, I served them like five times. Really? Yeah. There was Did a- you hang out with Taboo? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Can you believe that? I mean, think about what losers the Black Eyed Peas were before Fergie. Like, just losers. So much losers that they used to drive to the West Covina TGI Fridays and be like, mm, I just want those wings. <laughs> there's a big table. I can't remember the number right now. I want to say it's 58, but there's a big table they would always request in the back that Wow, like, they had their own the, table. Yeah. Requesting a specific table. Well, it was is. big. It was like a 10-seater. Oh, it was like the wow. only one we had. I hope there's a plaque on that table now. <laughs> <laughs> Tab- <laughs> what that was his name? Taboo. It was Taboo, right? I think so. I keep wanting to say baboon, but it's not that. <laughs> I wish it was and, yeah, I, I know, you can't. But he used a strange-looking one, too, right? <laughs> yeah. And the, like the really long hair. Yeah, he looked like one of those uh, ghost brothers from The Matrix 2. <laughs> I haven't seen <laughs> let me Let me confirm. All of I those think guys. Name, that band it looks so put together to me. It looks so. They weren't though. Me. Yeah, taboo. They were like uh, they were just like underground LA like st- street rapper guys. Until Will I? I think Will I am just figured it out and was like, dude, if we put a girl in here, I can make pop music, and that's exactly what they did. More power to them. Yeah, yeah. good, good for them. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, look, anyone who can figure out the code to like making it in music, it, that's unreal. It's hard to do. Yeah, that's a skill. Like. I might not like the music, but fuck, if you can make it work, unbelievable. I didn't know that they are still around, and Fergie is no longer a part of. Oh, really? really? Apparently, according to Wikipedia. Because she went solo. Yeah, she sang the national anthem at the uh, (laughs) All-Star Game or something. Did you see it? I kept seeing stuff about it, but I I know people weren't happy about it. I went on a date with her sister once. Oh, yeah? Was she cute? Yeah. Very. I think Fergie's from uh, my neck of the woods too, like Hacienda Heights. That sounds think, right. Yeah, from out there. I uh, was living in Orange County at the time. Yeah, and uh, I was super Christian. Yeah, and I went out with her, and I was very nervous about it because she was so cute, and I was sure she wasn't a Christian, <laughs> and I was sure where this was headed, and I did not want to have a problem like going to hell. Dude, I totally forgot what it was like to like meet a girl and know she wasn't Christian and be like, I can't. There's girls God like that. I just damn it, I, yeah, right? I know. Just there was a girl. Well, this is another thing though too. Is I remember being like twenty, twenty one, and what you liked physically, like the person couldn't have anything wrong with them. Like there was this girl who was really into me. She was really, really hot, like a an amazing body, and like dressed cool, real fun, and everything. She looked kind of like boof from the teen wolf movie (laughs) but but she had a she had a big nose like just a schnoz but at that point now like i i think that's hot like if i when i see girls with bigger nose i'm like oh i like that yeah but at the time i was like can't do it i can't do it just like it doesn't didn't fit my ideal at the time there's another girl who looked like uh like chloe's not savani but she had like bad skin or something like that and i was like i don't know if i can live with this just like that her mom had ms too so i don't want that baggage uh you know (laughs) but i mean i look back at that stuff too i look back at it and i'm like what a moron these were like great girls that i just didn't I think about her a lot in terms of like. What'd you guys I, do on the date? We went to a show in LA. <laughs> Supertones? <Fuck. laughs> you guys gonna see Supertones? You know, oh, I, no. I lived with a couple Supertones. No way! You yeah. knew some of the Supertones? Yeah, I don't think I knew you lived with I lived, with I lived with one of the drummers. I tried out to be in the Supertones for a reunion tour. <laughs> their, like, da- their dancer? Uh, no. <laughs> I fucking wish. Like the Mighty Mighty Boston's? <laughs> I always wanted to tour in a band. It was like my dream to tour in a band. And. Uh, this is like at the very beginning of my unraveling with everything spiritually. Yeah. Jason Carson, who was the drummer of the Supertones, a, a good dude, and I knew him through youth ministry, hit me up. He called me. He's like, hey, we're going to do some shows, and I want to do – I'd love to have you tr- like play guitar because it w- we want to do ministry stuff. And I was like, cool. And I – bought like if you look at my itunes history i have three supertone songs in there because i bought three songs to go like maybe i can do it i sat down with the guitar wow, so this was as recent as itunes existing oh yeah this is a this would have been uh 2000 like four maybe five wow i was guessing way earlier maybe three or four but uh regardless he's the nicest guy going and those guys are all super great dudes but uh yeah i um played those three and i was like oh i can't do this i can't do it for a minute i'm a not a ska player 
B fucking hates ska music. <laughs> like as much as I want, that's wanna, a big part of it. Yeah. As much as I want to tour, I'm not going to tour in a ska band. And then C, like I don't believe the things that they want to preach about as much. Yeah. I was very unsure about it, and I was like, I don't feel good about this. So I was like, I can't do it. But yeah, I know those guys. <laughs> that's great. Super yeah. nice guy. I mean, I I toured with Switchfoot. Like I know all oh, the Christian. Oh yeah, bands. that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So you and the you and Fergie's sister went to the Harvest Crusade. We. I wish I wish she maybe would have gotten saved. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, we went to see Thursday, the band Thursday, mm-hmm. up uh, here in L.A. At you the went Fonda. with Fergie's sister to see <laughs> Thursday. She was friends with somebody in one of the bands, so she she's like, "You want to go?" I was like, "Sure." I can't. Oh, I met her. Switchfoot played at a, a festival in Florida. I met her backstage, and we were hanging out the day that Black Eyed Peas were on the show. Mm-hmm. And I met her, and I was like, "Oh, she's great." And then she gave me her number, and then I. We came back and I called her and we like, let's go to the show. And I'm telling you, this girl was a beautiful person, like beautiful girl. How were her lady lumps? (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) Uh, It could not have been a sweeter person. Like I would, I feel like I knew somebody who like worked with her later and was like, she's the nicest. I'm like, she's the best. But I'm absolutely sure I was a dick to her. Because I bailed, like I was like in and seemed interested, and then like bailed out for no reason. And she must have been like, "What's wrong?" You know did what you, I mean? But did you guys kiss? Yeah. Oh. And, and I don't have any like her and one other person. Only people I've ever kissed who I wasn't like dating. Yeah. You know, like I it, it it was an outlier of a whole thing from top to bottom, and to this day I regret. Like if she was non Christian, it probably wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> Right, I'm not to her as it yeah. to me. But I just wouldn't want anyone to think I, I always think about like people who like somebody just doesn't call back and they're like, That's weird. Like something wrong with me? Like she should, like I hate that I like in a relationship I would want to tell somebody like, Hey, here's what's what's up. But I felt in, insecure about it and we and it was the worst. I was like twenty years old or some shit, so it was a jackass. Yeah. But it, it just sucks. Um I dated a... let's see, the 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 year I, I didn't date that much i remember there's a girl that i dated a few times i really liked the way she looked this was like after my divorce or something where i was like that i really liked the way she looked um but i couldn't tell if we got along really that well she was kind of quieter but yeah. I, I liked her and like on the third date we kissed and this is like i'm like a sex like i'd love to like you know I, i'm coming out of a polyamorous open marriage i fucked you know <laughs> You know, I used to be in a swinging thing, too. I mean, I've had so much sex. But this girl, and I, this is when I live in Hollywood, and it was the third date we kissed. And then I couldn't tell. I was like, I just don't. And then the fourth date, something happened, and she came over, and we were in my bedroom. And um, I remember I touched her breast. And I think it was even over the bra. Like, it was just, I went up her shirt and this. This You know, she's in her 30s. And I touched her, and she looked in my eyes, and I was like, if I do more, like I'm gonna have to love her for the rest of my life. Yeah, like you could see in a woman's eyes sometimes. It's yeah. like, don't hurt me. Yeah, and it's like oh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. So after that, I just like messaged her. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm just still dealing with all this divorce stuff, so I can't like that. But that's it's an interesting <clears throat> thing to recognize to be able to see that in somebody. Like, just there are people you know, like. Well, they're, yeah, they're in, and you're not sure. Like, if they're all the way in, you got to be careful with that. I'm yeah. pretty good about that. I've only had one friends with benefit kind of thing, because I just as much as people try to say, I, I, you know, be, I guess it could work, but to me, I'm like, if you're, it feels to me like you're using somebody. Yeah, it's like if you like them, if you like fucking them, and you like them, then you would be with them. That's right. But if you don't like them then you're just use you're just smashing bodies together so i've never felt like that okay with it i had one girl and they all they always say it's like here's the thing they they don't mind having no strings attached and until they see how dope you throw down in the bedroom then they want to <laughs> fucking tie them strings up for they want to <laughs> yarn all over you but that girl i don't know we have sex i think maybe you can have sex with someone five times and then you got to get out right <laughs> it's five times that's what i think and then you've got to be like <laughs> I can't, because any more than that, people start. I have absolutely no experience at this point. I mean, I know you You've just never told me had how, sex. Just, <laughs> I would love to see what it's you like. just told me how bad you felt for kissing Fergie's sister <laughs> out of no, wedlock. No, no, no. I I didn't feel bad for kissing her. I felt bad for like not calling back and not being clear about what was going on. Yeah, and I feel now angry at myself for being so dumb to be like. She's not a Christian, so I can't like 
think she's great. Like, why didn't? But I you guys it? for sure wouldn't have got along though either. I mean, your values were at such a at weird that place. Time, it was, I would have fucked it. It would have so fucked. Yeah, yeah, you and Fergie's sister was never in the cards. <laughs> but it is that's another thing though too. Before texting and stuff, where you had to call someone. Yeah, that's like that was really hard. That's yep. a lot more confrontational than even a text. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it was I was just dumb. it was me being I was just a jackass. But uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. You're fine now. You I'm all right. It. We got to look. I, when this is done, we're seriously going to Google Fergie's sister and see if she's doing okay. What <laughs> if her life? Great. Somebody knew. I'm sure somebody knew worked with her. At, yeah. At, like in Orange County somewhere and said, oh, she's great. I think she's married. And we find a, a I, blog of hers that's dedicated to you. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. It, 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 oh, <laughs> so deeply. I'm so broken still. It just takes me right back to the place I was then. You're that's right. So to her, she's like, I don't give a shit. Like, this guy was a guy. I, she probably doesn't remember that I exist. You know, I really am surprised how easily I seeged out, I seeged out of Christianity. Because I, like, just went right out. I mean, there was, really? like, four or five years where I... Well, my church asked me not to come back when I quit. So that was the church I grew up in. You quit and they said, don't come back here to like... For a year. To go to church. They said, don't come here for a year. Because, I mean, it makes sense to me because I was running the whole student ministries department. And then they they don't have any power over me. I, and I was sinning. So I could have led to this huge rebellion Wait, or something. Wait, did you leave? Did you leave? No, under- no, I quit. I quit. Did you but quit I told them, you don't believe it anymore? Uh, no, I told them I quit because I, I was having sex with my girlfriend at the time. Oh, and I, I would get drunk sometimes. And I like I was like, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm too young to be doing this. And uh, obviously, if I, I've got sin in my life, I've got to deal with this stuff. So I, I didn't want to be one of those pastors that got caught or something right. like that. And I was just like, I, I need to figure out my own walk and all that stuff. And they were like, okay, well, we we respect that, but you know, we don't want you to come back here for a year, but you're welcome back in a year. But after that, I was just like, where am where I going to go? I, like, I think I tried to go to ch- some churches, but I don't, I don't know. So, so that was it? Yeah. You went from being a youth pastor to out. Yeah, I mean, I took four or five years theologically of reading books and trying to figure out what I understand and everything. I, I think now I'm pretty close to to being called. A, I I pretty close to being an atheist. I have a po- podcast called Who's Your God with Amy Miller. It's great and John Michael Bond. Oh, thank you. Oh yeah, we gotta have you on, right? Oh man, yeah. Oh, you're. It, I've listened and it's amazing. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I'm pre- I think I'm pretty sure just close to being an atheist now. Although, like I said, I have no problem. I do believe in love and I, this thing called God. For some reason, I think we are tied together. I think our actions impact each other. Uh, so I don't mind calling that thing God, doing the right thing God, and that I, I have to stop thinking about myself so much and that um, how I conduct myself, like I said, affects others. So quit thinking about just yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it's a that's. I've had a lot of those conversations and thoughts over in my life too. That's uh, I'm still figuring out all the all the ins and outs of it, of course. But uh, yeah, it's a weird times, <laughs> weird <laughs> times with that. Um, well, we should we should wrap it up. Um, yeah, what's it, to, where are we at? This feels like a buck ten right now. What's it at? <laughs> Bucko one. Oh. Oh, we're right on it. I wanted to circle back to something real quick. It, it may be nothing. Yeah, but it, maybe it's gold. You're I don't like know. a dentist. You're like poking around looking for. That's right. Does this hurt? What's this? Yeah, I want to poke around in Steve's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rap group that you were in. What yeah. did you say the name of it was? Get Down Voltron. Okay. Was that your first band? Was it your only band? That's my only band. Only band. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I like the uh, the. Did you only rap? Do you play anything? No, I just rapped. Yeah. Okay. Do you play anything? No. No. Okay. I would lead worship. I still, I still got that in me. Yeah, you know? I like, we we would like finding out the uh, first band name. Sometimes, sometimes there there's uh, some <laughs> nice gold in there. But no, it's just that we were more punk when we started. We were probably together for three or four years, and we were more punk the first year, like uh, FYP, like that kind of Orange County, like grimy punk. Yeah, yeah. And then we just, I just got so into rap, bro. You're just like the Beastie Boys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, people talk about us being the Christian Beastie Boys. Oh. Uh, yeah. I got to give you a copy. I'll rem- if I, I remember some time talk because I still have some copies of that CD we have. I want it. It's very well produced. And my sister's actually an amazing rapper. She's awesome. Like, And it's it's Christian, but not really. You, If you listen to it, you could hear it. I'd be surprised if I didn't see you guys at one point. Yeah. Or like have heard this album. I I would put, <laughs> I would put money that I have. All right. Well, we'll see. I'll, I'll get you a copy next time I see you. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to do the final question? 
Sure. Uh, well, first, anything oh, anything yeah, you want to plug? Yeah, sorry. Uh, just check out my other podcasts. Um, I'm launching a big one soon, but you don't know about that. But I have two great, really, podcasts that I'm part of. Um, uh, Who's Your God is a relig- religion ethics podcast with Amy Miller and John Michael Bond. And then we have a movie podcast where we watch everything that's showing at the Vista and the Los Feliz 3. And now everything. Uh, that's called Views from the Vista with... Um, Zed Kutzinger and Honor Nezzo. And then we had Todd on last year on, yeah. for the La La Land uh, episode. That's right, because I yeah. liked it. I liked it, too. It was a good movie. La- I'm, a, I'm a La La Land apologist, and <laughs> it's it's so funny because this came up this week. This girl in Covina, this girl I know named Bibi, she wrote like on Facebook, like, so, so I haven't seen La La Land, so sue me. And then all these people just saying, like, it sucks, it's terrible. And I was just like, I'm not arguing on the internet. And I'm not, I've never, I don't do that. But yeah. at this, I was mad. <laughs> Especially because I know BB's taste. She likes Ryan Gosling. She likes cute. It's a cute movie. It's, I don't understand what people could be upset yeah, about. It's not, it. it's not movie of the year. What'd you think of it? I didn't like it. You just didn't I did, like I, it. I did, I'm not going to go so far as to say I hated it. Yeah. But I, I didn't like it. And I was fully ready to like it. I thought I, I was going to like it. I don't know why I hate movies. I liked the opening yeah. scene. I, I, I thought the opening it. scene was fun. And then I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. And then I was like, oh, no, this isn't very fun. I, I was yeah. swept up in the opening yeah. scene. <laughs> Yeah, I was swept up. I saw we saw it for the podcast, so we like we went early on a Friday, and I hadn't, I hadn't heard anything in the movie. And that first opening thing, I was just like, "Oh my god, this yeah, is amazing!" The opening's great. The whole thing, I was swept up. I I didn't cry or something, but the the moment when you see the reversed, like uh, at the very end, when you see what could have been, and he like grabs her or something like that instead, and you see the alternate history. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't think I cried. I forgot, but just movie magic swept over me, Entirely. where I was just like, oh my, this is so wonderful. And then, uh, yeah, the fucking backlash. I don't know. I, and the backlash is right, because yeah. at first it was like everyone was in. That first couple weeks, people were like, it's great, it's great. And then immediately just like, the equal amount of just like whoosh, we yeah. it. fucking ridiculous. Well, you know, we live in Echo Park, Silver Lake. This is our fault, okay? Yeah, we did. This These kids are too cool. But yeah, yeah, guys, if you want, go back. Yeah, that movie podcast is blowing up. We're like getting Good. huge. Yeah, so yeah, if you guys uh, listen to that, it's uh, my. We have a great, great chemistry. We have a lot of fun. So those two podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at Big Hern and Hernia on Instagram. I have a really hot Instagram. You're gonna want to check that out. Uh, other than that, no. Let's hear this last question. Okay. All right. Uh, well, friend of the show, Dave Clock. Uh, okay. His two favorite things in the world are hockey and sandwiches. So much so that a friend made a back patch for his jacket with two banners on it that say hockey and sandwiches. <laughs> what would your two things be for your back patch? Oh, geez. One would have to be uh, movies. Mm. Um, let's see. Movies and pussy. <laughs> you guys i love fucking and i love sex and i love women it's like bad i mean you, i don't think you've seen me do stand-up right <laughs> I, I don't think you've seen me have sex have I you fucking still have not yeah which is ridiculous i'm really great and uh, i'm just kidding <laughs> but i am good but a lot of it is i talk about sex a lot but and a and a kind of because i just love it so much i think it's the coolest thing and uh so yeah, I think it would probably be movies and pussy. Those are like to my my two great passions in life and drinking. But those all like those are tied to drinking and pussy is so like tied to me. Like my girlfriend loves to drink too and uh yeah, when I'm not saying I don't like to get wasted, but I just love like her and I just going and getting a couple of drinks and she'll do a shot. We'll do a shot. Taking at Jay's bar, taking an Uber home, you know, and just getting into it, you know, just having fun. <laughs> Yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me on. Thanks best. for doing it. Thank you so much for doing you this, Steve. Uh, Todd? Yep. Close the way we always do. All right. My, my humps, humps, my humps, my, my lovely, lovely lady humps. humps.